0: Welcome to this Thursday edition of the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. I'm your host Marcus Mosier, columnist for BleasierReport.com. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Today we are talking about the Cowboys' safeties as we head into training camp. Another busy show for you, so we're going to jump right into it. And we're going to start with Byron Jones. Turns 25 in September. I think this is a big year for Byron. Not that I think it's a a make or break season for Byron, but I think this is a season where we find out just how high is the ceiling for Byron Jones. Uh, the Cowboys found him a spot. He's entering his third year. This is a year they need him to take a step. We know that he's a really good player. We know that he is a reliable player. He's he plays every time he plays every game that he's in, uh, but. We want him to see the next step. Is he already at his peak? Or can he be this elite safety in the mold of Eric Berry or Devin McCourty or Earl Thomas? Or is he always going to kind of float around that 12 to 16 range in terms of safeties among you know the rest of the league? Last year, we saw glimpses of his talent. Uh, I can remember the Green Bay game, the first Green Bay game. I thought he was fantastic. Uh, multiple times on fourth down, he made plays in the ball. He came down and played in the slot against Randall Cobb. I, I thought he took a big step last year. But I think there's another level that he can get to. We'll see how high that level is. Maybe he's just not an Eric Berry, Earl Thomas type. Maybe he's just this always solid role player Safety that you don't worry about that you stick in your back end of your you know of your defense, and he's always going to be there and he's just always going to give you above average play. I don't think that's true. I think he can be a lot better than that. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and predict this is the first year that he makes the Pro Bowl because I think he just has that much ability. What Dallas needs him to become even more than a Pro Bowl type of player is that they need him to become the leader of the secondary. Brandon Carr and Barry Church left this offseason in free agency, and they really need a vocal leader in the secondary. Barry Church was that for years for Dallas. They need somebody to take over that role, and I think we're starting to see that. Uh, I think in camp and mini camp, we've seen uh, some glimpses of that happening. We've seen him lining up the defense. I actually kind of like this little mini rivalry that he has with Jason Witten. Um, I think it's going to help him. I think it's going to give him a little bit of an edge. I think he's not afraid of the offense anymore. And, you know, sometimes when you're a first or second year player and you don't want to be getting into arguments with the veterans. But when you're a third year safety who wants to take the next step, you don't mind you know, going toe to toe with some of these elite players in the NFL. I think Byron Jones is going to have a big season. All he needs is a few plays on a national TV game, week one against the Giants. That would be a perfect time for him to make his NFL debut. I don't mean by his first game, but I mean jumping out of the screen where everybody notices him. Again, I think Byron Jones is one of the better safeties in the league. Just is 24 right now is going to turn 25 in September, still a young player, highly athletic He's got this incredible ceiling. We'll see if we can get close to that in 2017. The player that he's likely going to play next to, to start the season at least, is Jeff Heath. I'm a fan of Heath. Uh, I think he kind of got a bad rap early in his career. I know the game that kind of sticks out in my mind is his game against Detroit in 2013 where Calvin Johnson went for 300 and something yards He was in a tough spot. Uh, He started nine games that season, and that was an awful defense. Uh, One of the worst in NFL history. Uh, There wasn't any pass rush. They were falling apart. Uh, They lost Sean Lee halfway through the season. It was just a rough time to be a Cowboys defensive back. And, you know, this is an undrafted kid that comes right in and starts nine games for you. Uh, He wasn't particularly good, but he was good enough to get on the field. And... I, I think the perception of Heath is that, yes, he's this try-hard safety who doesn't have the ability of you know some of the other guys in the roster, but I don't think that's true at all. This is a great athlete. Uh, this is somebody who has shown that he has ball skills. He's shown that he has instincts. He's shown that on special teams he's not afraid to tackle. He's not afraid to uh, mix it up. Uh, Our question say from at Joey Johnson, 93, can he actually be more than a third safety? So you're seeing that other people kind of view him the same way. Is he a third safety? Well, I think that's probably his best spot, but I am open to the idea that he can take that free safety spot and run with it and potentially become more than that down the road. I think this is a guy that we need. We haven't seen in a, we haven't seen him play a ton of snaps on defense since 2013. I believe he's only started one game since then. I think this is his chance. He's going to get every opportunity to prove that he can become a starter in this league. And I think he's got a pretty good shot at doing it. Anytime he is in the game, he makes plays. You saw in that playoff game, uh, he should have had two interceptions. And he, he had a sack on Rogers that almost could have ended the game. If he forces that fumble on Rogers. Cowboys are going to the division or the uh, conference game home against Atlanta. This is a player that we know can make plays. And when Dallas, ha- you know, they design a defense that is predicated on making plays, I want those kind of guys on the field. It's a big year for him. But at the very worst, we know what he is. He's a third safety who can play special teams, that has value. And I think that's one of the things that I've been really trying to get across to Cowboys Nation over the last a oh, couple of weeks of this podcast is it's okay to have average players. New England doesn't have superstars in every spot on the roster. They have average players. That's okay. The problem is when you have below average players on your defense. I don't think Heath is going to be a below average player. Okay, If he's average, they'll be fine. I think he has the potential to be more than average. But we're going to see how Heath progresses in his first full season as a starter. I'm excited about it. I think he's got a lot of potential, and I think the combination of Byron Jones and Heath give the Cowboys a lot of flexibility in the secondary. I'm curious to see how those two play together. The other safety that I think is going to play a fa- or play a role in this team is going to be a factor is one that has not got a lot of publicity this offseason. And that's Kavon Frazier. Frazier was a six-round pick a year ago in 2016. He turns 23 in August. Didn't play a ton on defense last year, but he managed to stay on the active roster all season long. He's more of your traditional strong safety play in the box but that's okay. The Cowboys don't have one of those on the roster. They just lost two of those in church and Wilcox. They need one of those guys that can come down, play in the box, and make tackles. On yesterday's show, we talked about Marquez White and the idea of you know kind of red shirting players and then eventually getting them in ready in spots ready to play. And that's how good teams are built. If Kevon Frazier, a six-round pick, can come in in a second year and be the team's third safety and come and play in the box and be a core special teams player, that's absolutely a hit. That's exactly what you want from your six-round pick. Doesn't have to be a starter, but a guy that can contribute and a guy that knows the defense and is just a solid role player. I think Frazier has that potential. Uh, In the Philadelphia game at the end of the season, I thought he played pretty well. I thought he was... Pretty solid preseason. He absolutely earned a role on the 53-man roster. Uh, From, you know, some of the people that I've talked to in Dallas, they're excited about him. He's kind of reshaped his body, got a little bit more athletic. I think he's got a chance to win a spot. I wouldn't even be shocked if, you know, he plays well enough in preseason that Dallas maybe says, hey, let's let's think about maybe playing Frazier on first and second downs against run-heavy teams probably won't be the Giants, probably won't be teams in the division, but if they're playing a team uh, like Atlanta that wants to run the ball a lot, or uh, China, they, Oakland, Oakland's a great example, you know, Oakland wants a football. they want to play Frazier instead of Heath, I'm fine with that, going to be interesting to see where they fit in Frazier in this lineup, again, a really young player just turns 23 in August, so Looking forward to see his development and if he's taken a step in his second year in Dallas. The safety that's getting a lot of uh, publicity, and a lot of uh, articles written about him, and a guy that I actually really love is Xavier Woods. Dallas drafted Woods in the sixth round out of Louisiana Tech, turns 22 in a few weeks. I think the Cowboys stole one here, and I've been excited about this pick, you know, <laughs> back in April when it happened. And people have been asking me, why am I so excited about this pick? Are are you over exaggerating the importance or the, you know, this player here? Um, Well, let me explain that real quick. Do I think that Xavier Woods is going to become a star in the NFL? No. But like Frazier, I think this is a guy that could eventually, you know, maybe find a starting role. And when you're sitting in the sixth round, you're really just wanting guys that can make the roster. I think this is a player that can absolutely make the roster and can contribute on special teams. But I think he is a guy that in 2018 can challenge for that strong safety spot. He can do basically anything that his safety needs to do, especially in a Rob Marinelli scheme. He can play a little bit of slot corner. He can play down in the box. He can play as a free safety. He can play as a linebacker. I love his versatility. He was a fantastic blitzer. Um, he's going to have to earn his role on special teams, and I don't worry about that because he has experience doing that at Louisiana Tech as well. But I think I can find a, some snaps for this guy in defense. He's got instincts. I'm not sure why he fell that far. I thought he was a guy that could have went in the third round. Uh, we'll see. Uh, he's, I know a lot of people are putting Woods ahead of Frazier. I think that's a fun camp battle to watch to see which one of those two kind of comes out ahead. If Frazier is just that much better in the box, I won't be surprised if they stick with him and make Woods earn his role on special teams and throughout the season. But that's kind of a little fun depth chart battle to watch during training camp and preseason. I expect both those two to play a lot. Uh, Early on in preseason, you'll probably see a bunch of them in the Hall of Fame game. Interesting little battle to watch. The veteran of the group is Robert Blanton, who the Cowboys signed this offseason. He turns 28 in September. He spent his first four years of his career in Minnesota. Uh, He started a few games in Minnesota. I think he actually had an entire season where he started. But last year, he was a special teams player in Buffalo. I think he has a role in this team as a special teams player. uh, With Heath possibly winning that free safety role and playing more snaps on defense, they really need some more help on special teams. I think Blanton was brought in to be, you know, maybe that bridge for Woods or Frazier, just in case those guys aren't ready to play. This they have a veteran in, you know, ready to go. I don't expect him to play many snaps on defense unless there's a bunch of injuries. Again, this is more of a special teams guy because they don't have a lot of players on their team that are used to covering punts, that are used to uh, you know, blocking on kickoff returns and punt returns. So Again, Blanton, probably your special teamer. They typically keep one. I can remember back to Keith Davis. They kept for special teams. Uh, For years and years and years, the Cowboys have always had that safety. Who was their special teams demon? Probably Blanton. The one player that I think has a chance to steal that role and who I would keep over Blanton is Jameel Showers. You might remember Showers as the Cowboys' third quarterback last year. Um, who they moved to safety as they thought he had a better chance to make the roster as a safety. Um, That's probably true. Uh, But I actually like showers as a backup. I thought he was more than competent last year in the preseason. Uh, He made a lot of plays with his legs. His accuracy went, you know, it was erratic, but I thought it was good enough that he could survive in the league as a third quarterback. But I do agree with the Cowboys in this. Making him a safety allows them to do a lot more on game days. For example, we've seen showers play on special teams before. We've seen him uh be a gunner, we've seen him be a personal protector, and blocking a punt, uh, you know, on punt return, kickoff return. He can do that. So he he's going to be a guy that's going to have to earn his money on special teams. If he can survive at safety. And it sounds like it's going to be a challenge, but he's he's had about a year to work on it. If he can survive at safety, this is a guy that I love to have active on game day. If for some reason your first two quarterbacks go down, Dak and Kellen Moore, you can put in Jameel Showers and you can run, let's say, six, seven passing type of plays. You know, he's competent enough as a passer and as a runner that he can get you through a game. Is he going to win you and throw for a bunch of yards? No, but I feel confident giving him... Some rollouts, some easy play action, some screens. And I feel confident that he can do that at the NFL level. I would feel much better about that than making Darren McFadden your emergency quarterback or Ryan Switzer or whatever they decide to do. I just think that gives him more options. Every time I think about Jameel Showers, I think about this is a player that if New England had, they would love him because he can do a bunch of different stuff. He can help you on game day. He can fill in as your gunner, protector, all those things we've talked about. This is a versatile player that you want on your team. Do I think he makes the active roster? No, probably not. I just don't think they're going to keep that many safeties. But then again, I think Showers is the perfect practice squad player because of those same exact reasons. He can you know he can back up your quarterback your or he can be a scout team quarterback he can be a scout team receiver he can be a safety he can be whatever you need him to be in practice he's so athletic and he he obviously he's smart he he knows the quarterback position you can have him do a lot of stuff and he's going to help you win games throughout the season even if he's not active it'll be interesting to see how it, he uh, safety is the Cowboys keep. My guess is they're going to keep five, uh, with the five being Byron Jones, Jeff Heath, Kavon Frazier, Xavier Woods, and Robert Blanton. I think Showers is going to have a tough time beating out Blanton, but those are my five that I'm going to guess go ahead and make it into camp. Uh, from yesterday's show, I kind of thought five corners are going to make it. Nolan Carroll, Orlando Skandrick, Anthony Brown, Chadobia Awuzie, Jordan Lewis, I think they'll go five safeties and keep 10 overall defensive backs. Overall, talking about the safeties in a cornerback unit, you know, kind of tying this in from yesterday. Very young. We just talked about the safeties. You know, let's, let's look at those ages real quick. We have a 25, 26, 23, and 22-year-old safeties. So very young group, a very versatile group. Obviously the Cowboys value being able to mix and match depending on the defensive cover or the offensive personnel. Uh, It's going to take some time like the cornerback position for these guys to kind of learn their roles and used to playing with new teammates. Again, Barry Church and JJ Wilcox played a ton of snaps for the Cowboys the past two seasons. It's going to be a transition like the cornerback position. I think it's going to be a much better group at the end of the year versus at the beginning of the year. As these guys can experience, they should improve. That's it for today's show. Tomorrow, make sure you join us on the Friday edition of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We are talking about the special teams unit. And if you've been following me on Twitter this offseason, you've known that I've tried to make a big emphasis on how bad the Cowboys special teams unit has been over the past decade. We're going to talk how they can improve their special teams We'll talk about the specialists and Dan Bailey and Chris Jones and all that. We'll talk about what can the Cowboys improve their spe- – how, how can they improve their special teams? What can they do better? Uh, who's going? Who's going to stay? Who's going to start? It's going to be an interesting show. I know that special teams doesn't excite everybody, but I promise if you, if you turn in tomorrow, you will be entertained. Make sure you get those questions to me at Marcus underscore Mosier, or you can use the hashtag Cowboys. I saw more of those questions uh, today. Loving it. Keep sending them in. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you can subscribe to podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. <laughs> Bye, singing dog. <laughs> Bye, goal.